Yes, guys, welcome to the Titanium Podcast. Today, we choose success. This is the podcast which has you consider what your life will look like when you maximize your potential. Whilst asking you the question, what percentage of your abilities are you currently operating at? My name is Julian Titanium, and as your host, my objective is to help you move the needle even just 1% closer to your maximum capability each week. In today's episode, I want to talk about the importance of protecting your sacred inner voice. And I'm going to start with three questions. Question one, are you somebody who is still aware of that inner voice of passion? Can you still hear that inner voice of passion? Is it something that you still think about every single day? You know, that inner voice which says you can be this, that you can do that, that you can achieve, that you can do great things. Can you still hear that voice? My second question is, is that voice as loud as it once was? And my third question is, are you one of these rare people who is currently doing that thing which you were so excited about doing as a child? Are you currently someone who's doing that thing, that job, that service, living that life, whatever it is that you envisaged doing when you were a child that you were passionate about? Let's start with this one, guys, okay? What is the sacred inner voice exactly? The sacred inner voice is that voice which tells you that you are capable of great things. It's your dream, okay? It's what you know deep down better than anybody else. It's that self-belief. It's a voice which should be loud, but unfortunately, it just gets quieter and quieter and quieter as we go through life for most people. The inner voice can change, you know. Sometimes it represents X, and in five years' time from now, it might represent Y. You know, our ambitions change, our dreams change. For one person, that inner voice might be to run a billion-dollar business. For the next person, it might be to help 100,000 people overcome poverty, Whatever it is, it could be to play football for a professional football team. It could be to make the Olympic squad uh, at the next Olympics in your chosen sport and so on and so forth. Now, as I said, you know, for most people, that inner voice gets quieter and quieter as we age. And it's most prominent for most people when they're children. A child may walk up to their dad and say, hey, dad, do you know what? I want to be a professional football player. Or they may walk up to their mum and say, you know, another girl may walk up to the mum and say, mum, when I grow up, I want to be prime minister. Uh, or another child might walk up to their parents and say, hey, do you know what? When I grow up, I want to be an astronaut. And so on and so forth. And it's a shame. But the most common response to this, this, this assertion from children is usually one of safety. It's one of, unfortunately, self-doubt. It's one which comes from a place of love, especially from parents, okay? But it can come from any authority figure, whether that's a teacher, a parent, a doctor, whatever. It comes from a place of love and protection, usually. The parent will often say, do you know what? Being a football player would be amazing. But also make sure you get really good grades, because if you get really good grades, then you could also be a lawyer, and that will pay you really well, and you can have a really comfortable life, and you can enjoy things like that too. Or they may say to the girl who wants to be an astronaut, yeah, do you know what? That's great. Like, I want you to really, really study hard, but... Don't worry if you don't make it, you know. You could work in a lab as well. That would be really cool too, right? And so <laughs> it comes from a place of love, but it plants a seed of doubt. It's, it, it's, planting, it's planting a seed of doubt to that person's abilities. And it's given them an opportunity to divert energy away from their ambition and to start thinking about other options which aren't necessarily reflective of their true passion, which aren't necessarily uh, reverberating with that, that inner voice, that sacred inner voice. So, you know, one, it happens for or from a place of love. 
Another reason it may happen is from a place of threat. And this is really unfortunate, but I've seen it among guys that I grew up with, guys that have become very, very successful. Uh, and during that process of them becoming more and more renowned in their fields, you know, whenever they had ideas, some people would warn them. They would warn them, no, you don't want to do that because this could happen. Uh, or are you sure you want to do that, mate? Or are you sure you're good enough to do that, mate? And so on and so forth. And this is a real shame. And this comes from a place of insecurity from the party being told about the ambition. Because especially when it's within a geographical, the same geographical location, some people will feel so threatened that someone else could realize success. They see success as something which is limited, that there's a finite amount of. And the success of someone in their immediate circle would somehow impede upon their ability to have success of their own. It also draws to their own attention that they're not doing enough themselves, that they may have given up on their inner voice, that they may have completely shut out that inner voice and are doing something mundane. And it's that fear uh, of confronting that which gets people feeling insecure, intimidated, threatened, and they'll deflect that onto you when you express what your ambitions are. I've seen it happen to people. Okay, I've actually experienced it myself before. Um, a story for another time, but I couldn't believe what I was hearing from this one particular friend who was, ex- who I was expecting to get so much support from, and all I could get from him was just negativity, doubt, considering other options. What if this happened? What if that happened? And it really wasn't what I was looking for. Anyway, I want to talk about a situation in my life where that inner voice for me was almost completely shut out. And I'm so glad it wasn't because it's my belief that most people will die two deaths. The second death people die is typically the death which comes when their life ends physiologically, when their organ systems, when their body fails, okay, when they no longer exist, they cease to exist as a human being, a living entity on this planet. That's inevitable. We're all going to experience that death. But the other death that we often experience, so many people, is that death of their inner voice. When they allow their dreams to die, when they shut it out to a point where it's completely silenced and it's never ever heard again. And that's such a shame. And as you know, the whole function, the whole mission objective that I have here on this podcast, this the Titanium podcast, Today We Choose Success, is to help people move that little bit closer to them living to their maximum capabilities. Now, you are never going to live to the maximum of your capabilities if you are shutting that inner sacred voice down. It it precedes anything and everything. It precedes any effort that you make, any ambition you have. It cannot exist. You cannot create that life that you want without keeping that inner sacred voice alive, loud, and well. So listen, 2019, I had a phenomenal year. I did seven bodybuilding shows. I won five shows. Astonishingly, still blows my mind to this day, just on a massive winning streak. I came second in a couple of national events, which was probably the bigger achievement, actually, with a higher standard. And I was primed and ready to really chase my dream. Okay, my inner voice at this point was loud. It was screaming. My dream is to one day be able to help thousands of people become their best selves through better health, through better vitality, through better self-belief, through better confidence. You know, I'm a trainer, I'm an online coach, and my job, my mission is to help thousands of men, okay? Thousands of men achieve great things, using their bodies as a vehicle to derive greater confidence and greater self-belief to pursue great things. That's my dream. That is still my dream, and that was my dream. 
Anyway, off the back of these bodybuilding wins, my confidence through the roof. I've done some amazing networking, and I thought, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Dubai. I'm gonna go to Miami. I got links there. I visited there. I went out there. I established some some connections, and I set plans in motion for 2020 to move out to Dubai and Miami. I'd spend 12 weeks in one, 12 weeks to the next, and then I'd come back to the UK for a month or so, and then do the same thing again. My vision was to network. It was to to build my brand in those two prominent places for fitness. Lots and lots of connections that I made out there. So it just made sense. Anyway, lockdown happened. Okay, literally a day before. The night before my flight to Dubai, lockdown happened. Dubai went into lockdown before the UK. It was then announced the UK would go into lockdown too. And I had to cut off my Airbnb reservations. I had to cut off my flights. I was stuck at home. I was distraught. I was mortified. My mental health suffered. I felt like crap. And you know what I did? I had to reconfigure my ambition. I had to think, how am I going to make this work? I was so obsessed and I was in such a high zone. I was super hyped to make my dream come true. And my inner voice was loud, but I could feel it was under attack. It was under threat. So I scrambled. I set up, you know, a website, a members, a membership website for my fitness. I set up um, an information resource website. I did so much legwork. I invested tens of thousands of pounds of my savings. Okay, I spent literally every penny of my savings trying to find a way from the confines of a locked down home to still make my ambitions work to keep that voice alive. And you know what? It kept on failing. Every turn I took, everything I tried, it continued to fail and it was mortifying. It was absolutely devastating. And the most devastating blow came to me when a few, a few very close people to me said, Julian, why don't you just get a real job? Why don't you just get an employed job? And it came from a place of love, guys. I know that now. Okay. These are people close to me that love me, that couldn't bear seeing me struggle. I was up, you know, sleepless nights. Uh, blood, sweat and tears kind of stuff, proper trench work, endless, indefatigable hours being put into the process of building websites and trying to serve an online community. And it it just wasn't working. I just wasn't getting the formula right. I was struggling to make sense of the new economic situation. It was brutal. Okay. And I had people close to me saying, Julian, get a real job. And it was coming from a place of love. Like I say, they could not bear seeing me like this suffering, struggling, tears, guys, all right? I'm talking tears, okay? And it it almost broke me. It almost completely crushed me. But I persevered. I kept that voice alive because the alternative would have been devastating. I have to admit, I did start looking at other jobs. I started looking at different avenues. It almost got me, guys. I almost gave up on that inner voice. I almost quietened that inner voice, which was saying, Julian, you can you can do stuff, you can do things, you can be of a positive influence to hundreds, if not thousands of men, you know, you can make something of yourself. And to this day, I'm still, thank God, trying to make that mission a reality. And I'm in a position today where things have moved in the right direction. Okay, one thing led to the next, one thing led to the next after that. And here I am today, you know, a gorgeous missus, a beautiful son, a business which is flourishing, I'm helping hundreds of men, okay, get into phenomenal shape and building their confidence. I'm reaching more people. Uh, My socials are growing, which is enabling me to meet and reach more people, which is great. And it's because I persevered and I created luck through perseverance. Conversely, if I let that voice die, 
okay, would I be able to honestly say that I would be living a life of passion? Okay, I'm not 100% satisfied now today, but I'm moving closer every day towards me fulfilling my potential. That is my mission. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to help thousands of men get in wicked shape and live awesome lives, okay? So here's my point, guys, all right? Why persevere? Why keep that inner voice alive? Because I believe that a life without listening to that inner voice, that passion that you have, is a life that isn't worth living, okay? If you are privileged, like me, to be sat at home right now with the roof over your head, with food in your belly, food in the cupboards, you know, a nice, a nice, a nice, a nice warm bed to get into at night, okay? And you're listening to this podcast in your car, on an iPhone, on another smartphone, on your laptop, whatever, we are all very privileged, okay? We've been dealt some amazing cards, cards which billions, literally billions of people across the world would kill to be born with, okay? We've been born with a brain, okay, with the right level of financial backing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we live in a society, if you're listening to this, we can pretty much assume that you have been dealt some very good cards. We are lucky, we are privileged, and there are people that would kill to be in our position of privileged. So I see it as this. It is a waste of a gift to not be pursuing that thing which sets you alight. You have to go after it. It is a disservice to those people that haven't got that privilege, okay? It is your moral and ethical duty to pursue and keep that inner voice alive, to live your best life, to be the best you can be such that you can bring the best to those around you that you love. Okay, that is the only way that you can do that. You cannot serve from an empty jug. So listen, guys, I'm gonna, I'm getting very passionate here, but I feel so strongly about, you know, there are gonna be times where people are gonna try and quieten that inner voice. There are gonna be times people are gonna try and shut you down. You must work harder. You must be stronger. You must be more passionate and more, more resilient than any force, be it a person, an economic crash, a disaster like COVID, you know, whatever it is, you have to stay tight onto your dream. Do not die twice, okay? Listen, guys, that's all I have for you today. If you have loved this episode, please share it on your IG stories and tag me. It's at Julian underscore Titanium. Tag me on IG, okay? Um, I'm gonna finish this episode the way that I always do. Today, we choose success. Make it your mission to move 1% closer to your maximum potential, and I wish you an amazing day.